Real Estate Radio, Byron Lazine, One and Company, William Ravis Real Estate. We think we might have Pat. I don't know if he's with us or not right now. You can go check out the BT. You are here, Pat. All right. Well, you can check uh, Pat's no image and probably sounding awful quality over on the BTS, facebook.com forward slash One and Company Real Estate. Pat took a little... I don't know, a little rendezvous somewhere. I don't know, Pat, if you're disclosing that or not, but you're not in your normal home studio. I'm in the 94.9 studio here in Ledger today. I just had to see Chris's pretty face, and pretty it is, Chris. You are looking good, my friend. You got a mic over there, Chris? We might we might need a little, little Chris on this show, and of course, Jill is running the Facebook. Go, go do a follow over on the One & Company Real Estate Facebook page, but Pat, what I want to get into today, because sure. we didn't have them last week. We didn't have the numbers last week. I want to get into the October real estate stats for all our homeowners here in Connecticut. I uh, want to get into how the numbers have progressed from, from those record-setting months. Of course, June, July, August, September were all record-setting months for pending home sale. What happened in October is the big question. We're going to talk about that. But on the other side of the coin, Pat, this is like this whole COVID thing is like creating big winners and losers. We're talking two major mall owners filing for bankruptcy. So you've got a real estate market that's been setting records. We're going to talk about what it's done in October, if it's continued to set records. But then we've also got the whole other scenario where retail and many other businesses are being shuttered as we go through the pandemic. It's uh, some tough stuff, man. It's, uh, I think we talked about this before, right? There's always going to be winners and losers. But I think this, this in the real estate world especially, it's very interesting to see how commercial – we talked about this early on when you know the whole work from home started and, and all that kind of craziness. The, the commercial real estate space is going to be very interesting. Uh, I think the only thing more interesting is that Jill refuses to let me into the Zoom with the video. So I'm just staring at it. Hey, now we're there. Yeah, what do you got behind you there on the the Facebook video? What do you you have behind you? Look at that. So this is Stonington Borough, and I believe one of these houses right here is 20 Cutler Street. Yes. Or 22 Cutler Street. A couple of new listings. Both addresses for sale. We'll talk about those later. Of course, if you've got any real estate to promote, we'll always pause the program here on Real Estate Radio for you to promote any of your real estate, whether you're a for sale by owner or an agent. Please, agents and brokers, feel free to call in. Love to help you out. Get some more eyeballs and attention on your deals. Uh, and, And again, you can go over to the Facebook and check out. Jill's got that beautiful background of Stonington Borough. Looking beautiful this time of year, too. Even from above. I love it. So Pat, you sent me this article, two major mall owners file for bankruptcy, two owners of a combined 130 or more malls across the U.S. have filed for bankruptcy, signaling that the pandemic and shifting consumer habits continue to rattle the retail industry. Uh, If you've been following real estate or this show, you know the real estate industry, certainly here in Connecticut, has actually thrived with the pandemic results, but a lot of other businesses have really had a hard time. Uh, We're seeing now that 
you know, like in New York, for example, restaurants are are uh, being shut down again. Basically, in New York, they've got a, a curfew of 10 p.m. and there there is a sentiment out there that the restaurants are going to maybe be shut down altogether. Uh, they've I, I heard uh, I think it was this morning over 1,000 restaurants in New York City have closed down, and uh, it's not because people have stopped eating. By the way. People are continuing to eat. Uh, so not every business has been treated equally, unfortunately, and, uh, and malls have been, been no different, Pat. So uh, some, of these, some of the brands that were in these malls, CBL Properties and uh, Pret, is it Pret, P-R-E-I-T? Both filing for yeah, Chapter, chapter Pre- 11. Yeah. Pre? So they had uh, so, yeah. brands we all know, including JCPenney, Tailored Brands, uh, amongst others. So joining the li- the long list of retail operations filing for bankruptcy. So it, while we're talking, we're, we're going to get into those real estate numbers later in the show. And, and quite frankly, they're going to sound fantastic even, you know, and there's still, uh, you know, stay tuned because October may have gone down despite how fantastic these numbers are. Um, not every business is uh, doing doing well right now. Well, I think we talked about too early on, right? Was the uh, the shift in commercial space in the malls, right? We talked about you know my my buddy Jeff Bezos and the Amazon crew all the time, and I think this is going to be an interesting opportunity for them to just take over more square footage with these uh, the struggling the big box retailers, you know, the Sears and the JC and those kind of organizations. I think this is going to be an interesting move for them to get in. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been to a mall all year. I don't know, Pat, have you? No, I'm not actually sure I've been to a mall in <laughs> before two or okay. three years, to be totally fair. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> because of uh, Global. Any clue what's going on here locally with the Crystal Mall? Anybody have any, any news no, on No, I'd that? love to hear some. Remember where we had some, we had, we had some call-in stories there, some of the... Oh yeah, we did the working whole show a, there. Working a shift. Yeah, lost uh, lost my car. That was that was an interesting one. That's right. That's right. Well, but here's the problem, right? So many people have have that never ordered online frequently. You know, I wouldn't say never, but didn't use it every single week. Now have started to order online every week, every day for all, even grocery shopping, and have started to like it. So even when you go back to a situation where malls or retail stores are opening, people have now become accustomed to grabbing their phone, picking what they want, and having it come right to their front door. That's not yeah. good for those retail I mean, retail businesses. I think we've talked about right, unless you know, minus the mom and pops that you know, we're we're staunch supporters of here on on the show because that's who we, who we want to see be successful. But the idea of paying a premium even going forward, once this is all settled, to have them bring it to my trunk and I can just leave, um, I'm totally okay with that. I don't. I will. I will support local, 100. percent You know, more than more than Amazon if I need to, if I can. But the idea of being able to pull into a parking space, send a text, or have someone just go, "Hey, what's your name?" and they bring it out to my car for me on the way back from the office wherever I'm going, I will. I will pay a premium for that service going forward if that if that remains. 
And I, and I'd encourage everybody to do that support local. In fact, yesterday I had to drop off a check in Essex right in the village. And I was like, you know what? I'm low on tea. been doing some tea at night, Pat, a little bit of, a little bit tea, tea guy. And, uh, I said, you know what? I haven't been in the, the little Essex tea shop. It's right down there in the village at the, at the end of main street and went in, got some tea and some honey, some local honey from a local, local farm right there in Essex. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's better than, than getting your, your tea on Amazon or wherever you, wherever you get it. If you can support somebody that's local, they're, they're literally, it's a small little shop. They're, they're doing all the health precautions, one person in at a time. Uh, it's hard to run a business that way. It's hard. I, I would imagine it's hard to make a huge margin selling tea to begin with, right? I just want to add, if you get your honey local, then they say it helps you boost your immune system to the out or boost your system against the allergies, fight allergies, what's, or become, eh, I don't know what the wording is, but. That's what just, my wife uh, said. She said, oh, that'll, that'll help your allergies that, that honey you're, you're operating with there. So. The pollen of the same. Oh, because it's local. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I'm feeling talk more about that. that. Very smart. We give giving sound consumer advice and health tips here on Real Estate Radio. <laughs> I'm feeling good you're, about it. You're so. good. No, but as much as you, you can support your local businesses, because it's not going to be easy. The next couple of months are not going to be easy. That that's becoming more clear every single day. And just as we did in March and April and May, I will sit here and and beat that one to death. Like, go support your local businesses. Go, you know. Uh, you know, J.C. Penney is not a, a small local business, okay? Right? Amazon, as quick and easy as it is, does not help your small local businesses. You know, going there, taking the health precautions, if you can, right? If you're able to, actually going into your community, and and most of these businesses are doing a fantastic job keeping it safe. I actually haven't heard of one instance locally where there's been a small local business that has put anybody in harm's way with the health crisis. Uh, you know, obviously it's on us to, you know, respect the rules and, and, and they have the rules there to enforce, but I haven't heard of any business that's put somebody at risk. So go and support your small local businesses. We're going to talk about these, the small situation, but when we come back, we're also going to talk about where, the real estate numbers in October here locally have gone. Again, June, July, August, September were all record months for pending sales. What happened in October, folks? We're going to tell you when we come back. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once i am one of those melodramatic fools real estate radio byron lazine one and company william ravis real estate we've got pat kenny here barnum plans and we finally have those october numbers we promised you last week uh, the Connecticut MLS Info Sparks, which is a tool from showing time on the Connecticut MLS, was down. It is not down today. And I'm going to be able to share with you what happened in October. If you've been following 
uh, this market or, or in fact, this show, because we've been talking about it, you know that June 2020, going back in the history of single-family real estate in Connecticut, had the most pending sales ever of any month in the history of our market. June 2020, over 41, almost 4,200 homes went under contract, pending sales in one month. Uh, The record prior to that, you'd have to go all the way back to 2005, where we broke 4,000, just breaking 4,000 in June 2004 were the top two months. So June of 2020 beat it by almost 200, almost 4,200 homes went under contract in June 2020. Then what happened? July 2020 completely obliterated that market. Over 4,800 homes, almost 4,900 went under contract in July of 2020. So back-to-back record months, June and July for pending home sales. This is single family in the state of Connecticut. We saw things flatten out in August. Uh, So another 4,800 plus homes in August 2020 went pending. These are ridiculous numbers because we're going back in the history and nothing comes close. And then again in September, another flat month, almost 4,800, 4,780 in September. And so then now here we are with the October numbers. Our October still above 4,000. Remember, Pat, we only had two months, June 2004, June 2005, that even went over 4,000 single-family homes pending in one month for Connecticut. We saw four straight months, June, July, August, September. Now October numbers are in. And, Pat, once again, we are over 4,000. Thousand, but how much are we? Are we still remaining flat in that forty-eight hundred uh, range, or are we starting to dip down back towards the four thousand line? We're going to take your calls eight six zero four six four ninety four ninety. We're going to give you a guess increments of a hundred. Again, July, August, September, we saw a flattening out of about forty-eight hundred homes going under contract, single-family homes in Connecticut. Uh, in increments of 100, where does October sit? Okay, so you really have 10 guesses. Is it is it 4,000? Is it right at the number? Is it 4,100, 42, so on and so forth? Uh, we're going to give you a guess here. We're going to round this one up, Pat, okay? You see that number? Give me up. I like it. We're going like, to round like it up. up. If, you're on, up. if you're on Facebook... If you're on Facebook, you'll know this answer. Just go over to <laughs> facebook.com forward slash one ant company real estate. You could cheat by seeing the video. Call in 860-464-9490. We're giving away some of Martin's money. Gift cards to Oleos, courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Don't forget, listen, cheaters never win. That's not that's not the way you want to go down on, on real estate radio. Go Maybe ahead and hire the girl who looked it up. Or is it just using the resources that we're giving you? That's right. Go over to One and Company Real Estate on Facebook, and as Pat would put it, you can cheat your way to a little bit of Martin's money. Oleo gift cards. I do want to clarify for a second that you just said seconds ago, if you go on Facebook Live, you can cheat. Literally what you just said. (laughs) That's right. I was just reiterating what you said. But let's position it as one of those little giveaways like they do on social media where you got to go like our page and then you could be in the running to win. Okay, so you got to like the page as well. You got to like the page. You got to like the post. You can pull the the number right off of our Facebook. How many 
pending sales did we have in the month of October for single-family homes? I already told you it was, a, it was grouped into these record months. June, July, August, September was over 4,000. We only seen two months in history, June 2004, June 2005. I mean, Pat, that is crazy that we've seen five months in a row well over 4,000 homes go pending when a buyer and a seller agree to a contract price. That's a pending sale, under contract, under deposit. You've probably heard it a number of different ways. Five months in a row where in the history of this market, we only saw two months, two months ever, June 2004, June 2005, touch that 4,000 mark. Cross the four thousand barrier, and it's not like it's not a little bit. It's like it was four thousand sixty-eight. It's not like we. It's not like it's four thousand seventy-one. No, like it's not. It's not. It's smoking the former numbers. And June two thousand four just crossed four thousand. It was four thousand forty-seven, and June two thousand five was four thousand sixty-eight. We've had five straight months of not just like you said crossing the four thousand number, but doing it with some girth. Putting an oomph behind it, and we have some we have some uh, some months here, Pat. Going back, who remembers two thousand nine? How about January two thousand nine, where we saw under thirteen hundred homes go pending? Okay, how about December two thousand nine, where we saw just over fifteen hundred? Who remembers January twenty ten? Fifteen hundred. Okay, who remembers October twenty ten? Sixteen eighty five homes go pending. 1685 in October 2010. Anybody out there remember 2010? How about March? Finally. March March is a spring market. March is a spring, Pat. How about March 2012? 2263 homes went pending. What's the top of that 2012 market? I'm just curious. Like, What's the top of the 2012 market? There? The top of the 2012 market was June, and that was 2,600 homes went pending in June of 2012. We're in a historic time right now, folks, in terms of our real estate market locally. If you're a homeowner, you remember not just how many homes were selling in 2012, but what happened to your values. How about 2013? You want to go back to January 2013? 1,700 homes went under contract. How about July 2013? 2954. That's about that's as high as we got in 2013 was July. Under 3000 homes went pending in that month. 8604649490. Uh, if you can guess increments of 100 how many homes went pending, single family homes went pending under contract in the month of October 2020. It's over 4000. It's between 4000 and our peak, which was a couple of months ago in July of 40, we'll call that 4,900 because we're rounding up. July of 2020 was 4,900, somewhere between 4,000 and 4,900. If you guess correctly, increments of 100, 860-464-9490 is the number. If you guess correctly, we're giving you an Oleo gift card courtesy of Service Station Equipment. I mean, Pat, the, I mean, Just nobody bananas. wants to go back to that bananas. 2000, really when it bottomed out in, in uh, you know, 2000, December 2007 to say, I don't know, like last year. <laughs> I mean, this market <laughs> is better than all of it. This is the best market we've seen in over a decade here. 
in Connecticut. In, in fact, if you go to if we go to median price points, Pat, in Oct- in uh, September rather of of this year, it was the first time for single family homes that we got our values back going all the way back to 2007. The entire MLS in Connecticut for single-family homes, the median price point was 335000 We didn't sniff that. We didn't even sniff it until September 2020, $334,750. That's a long time. And we decided, if you recall, you know, if you recall, we decided to round it up for the boys and girls on service station equipment and give them the extra 250 So Yeah, we gave them the 250 makes no difference. That was, a, Mar- uh, that was a little Martin's insane. money. And the crazy part is, is like, if you look at the the lows in the 2006, 2007, 2008 versus the highs following that until this market we're in now, we were, we were we was barely getting to the market lows. The low like the po- high highs in 2012, 2013 were barely hitting the lows of five, six, and seven. The low point in that market, February 2006, 289,000 median sales price. Pat, that was higher than any point of 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and then, of course, 20, we finally came back. That was the lowest point of that market. Go over to Facebook.com. You'll see what I'm talking about. Facebook.com forward slash one and company real estate. You'll be able to see the chart. You'll be able to see the up and down that we're talking about. And the comeback that we've had here in this market. Real Estate Radio, come back. We're going to take your calls. 860-464-9490. Stay with us. 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Is it going? Is it going? Is it going? Is it going? I don't know what you're looking for. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. This is Byron Lazine, One End Company at William Ravis Real Estate. We've got Pat Kenny along with us on Barnum Plans and Jill. Jill's going to do the, the screen share here. If you're over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash one and company real estate, you can follow along visually. We've got the one and company weekly rewind. Once we're done with this, we'll continue to take your calls on a little bit of Martin's money. Giveaway 860-464-9490 is the number. If you've got any real estate to promote, whether you're an agent, a seller, a for sale by owner, whatever, we'd be happy to... Uh, take your calls, 860-464-9490 as well. And let's jump right into it, Jill. Over the last week, one and company. We had three new listings, actually four. We got to sneak one in there, Jill. We had a late bloomer there on Friday. We had, oh, five. We had five new listings over the last week. And we had five under contract and five closed. Five, five, five. I feel like this is a subway commercial all of a sudden. All right, just listed, we had Summerhill Road in Madison, 699000 That's over eight acres in Madison. Ridiculous property. You've got, like, streams and brooks running through the land. Eight acres in Madison for less than 700000 
Ridiculous. That's a brand new listing. Check that one out. That's Emily White's listing. 184 Shore Road in Guilford. Went on for 365000 I think that one's already under contract. If you're looking for lake properties, you missed out on that one. 615-625 Main Street in Brantford. Also came on for 425000 uh, we're going to get into the other two new listings right after, Joe. Keep going. Yeah. All right. Under contracts, we had five of them. Guilford, Naugatuck, Essex, Brantford, and Hamden. Those were the five under contracts. And five closings we closed out in New Haven, Madison, Wallingford, Essex. Both sides of that deal, by the way. And we had a closing over at High Street. Both sides of that deal. And Jill, we got a couple other listings I want to talk about here. 52 Carroll Drive in Montville. Uh, if, you, if, if you follow the show, you've heard me talk about these Carroll Drive properties. Cul-de-sac, four bed, three bath, just under 2,000 square feet, fully central air, two-car garage, beautiful, ridiculous accommodations in terms of the uh, finishes. It's just ridiculous over there. And we already have six of the seven Sold 52 Carroll Drives, your last opportunity to get in there. 337000 is the asking price. Just went on yesterday, so this will probably not be around too long. 52 Carroll Drive in Montville. Four bed, three bath, just under 2,000 square feet. Amazing finishes, totally in trend. Central AC, this is one you want to run to, folks. All for 337000 Crazy deal. 52 Carroll Drive in Montville. In fact, if you are not driving, you can email me on that one right away, byron at oneandcompany.com, and we'd be happy to get you in there as soon as this weekend, show you around, and uh, that is 52 Carroll Drive. The other one uh, is right below that, Joe? Well, I think I just I messed up. I didn't realize so many went under con. I mean, um, just listed. Somebody, so this one some, is just listed. Yep. These two, which is this is a piece of land that's abuts this property, and then one thirty North Street. But you can read these all off. So we've got a bargain deal here: five Tanglewood Lane in Voluntown on for just under sixty-five thousand. That is across the street from one we just sold for two hundred thousand. So check that out: five Tanglewood in Voluntown. Also, new listings we had. 22 Cutler Street, 150000 That is a lot that is right next door to 20 Cutler Street in Stonington Borough as well. 525000 That's a three-bed, two-bath. Just under 1,800 square feet in the borough. So if you're looking for the borough there, you got an opportunity for a three-bed, two-bath, and a lot side-by-side. Side. You could combine those, of course. And also a new listing, one. 30 North State Street in Ansonia. That's a seven-bed, three-bath, $390,000 property over 3,000 square feet there. All right, that is the one-end company, new listings under contracts and closings. And we've got some open houses this weekend, 12 to 2, both days, 66 High Street, award-winning Horton Group Development, downtown Guilford. That's 12 to 2 today and tomorrow. And then also tomorrow over at Fox Hop Yard, 2.30 to 4. 2.30 to 4, Ucello Group Development. It's 607 Fox Hop Yard Road is the address. But just go right into Fox Hop Yard and follow the signs and uh, check that one out. 2.30 to 4, Fox Hop Yard. Open house tomorrow, Sunday. 
All right, that's it. That's the open houses and the Week in Rewind for One and Company. If you've got any real estate to promote, we'd love to help you on this show. Do just that. 860-464-9490 is the number. And if you want some of Martin's money, right now is your chance, okay? 860-464-9490. We're giving away Oleo gift cards courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. June 2020, single family pending sales. We had a record month. It broke a record that lasted all the way from 2005, 2004 timeframe. There was only two months, 2000, June 2004, June 2005, where we broke the 4,000 pending sale number in a single month. Well, in June 2020, we did that almost 4,200. Then in July, almost 4,900. August, again, almost 4,900. And then September, about 4,800. October, where'd we come in at? We're between that 4,900, that high we saw, new record in July, and the 4,000 marker. So we're between 4,900 and 4,000 increments of 100. So your guesses can come in 4,100, 4,200, so on and so forth. Increments of 100. Where did we come in for October 2020 uh, for another? These are the top five record months ever in the history of your Connecticut single-family home market, June through October. Where did October come in between 4,900 and 4,000 single-family pending home sales for one month? This market is not going to last forever. It's never happened. We've never had five months in a row like this. Never, ever in the history. So it won't last forever. For you, Byron, is this has been... This five months now, this run in 2020 is the stock market run for the last decade is making its way into the real estate market for yeah. you. It's your chance now. It's your time to shine. Well, Pat, this I can tell you, I'm not going to market is just running. I'm not going to have a decade like you guys did uh, because we're, we're not going to get a whole bunch of fake money pumping into into the real estate market. I don't think twelve hundred dollar stimulus checks are impacting this market too much, but uh, we're not going to have a decade, but we're having our little bit of time in the sun right now. So take advantage, certainly if you're somebody thinking about selling. And if you're thinking about buying, not a, not a bad time to get locked in on an interest rate under, under 3%. Did we have a call there, Chris? Who? Yeah, money is uh, no, they, they hung money's up. cheap right now. Money is very cheap. Uh, what did they say? I don't know. They... Why'd they hang up, Chris? What'd you say to them? Chris, go ahead. Put, get, you, get yourself on a microphone there, Chris. What did, what did they say? Was that John Johnny Fuller giving you a, a, a heads up? No, it was just a bad signal. Bad signal. Chris dropped him. All right, if you got a good signal, go ahead, call in 860-464-9490 if you'd like a chance at the Oleo gift cards from Service Station Equipment. Can I just say something? Uh, sure, Joe. Why not? It's been a while. It's been quite a few weeks, maybe years, maybe your whole life. But every time you talk about the Carroll Drive subdivision and you use the term of what the road is, you say it wrong. Do I say After. Carol Drive wrong? No, you say cul-de-sac. No. Cul-de-sac. Col- There's, no There's no T. It's just C-U-L, cul-de-sac. Um, Jill? I don't think so, Jill. I, 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 <laughs> let's rewind that, Chris. Can we, can we play that? Can we replay that? I, I'm just... <laughs> This, this is going to hurt my heart, but I'm glad that Jill said something because I, I thought I heard you say the word cult the second. I was like, oh, yeah. he doesn't. No have time. 
Cold there's no way I can and jump in is... and this spiel, so I just let it go. And I think to myself, oh, I'll correct him. Chris, how did you hear it? You definitely said cul de sac. No, this is you, you said cul de sac. This is fake. This is fake news. You guys, you guys probably have Byron, a little. Byron, the more, the, the more people you get to help you, the more it exacerbates your problem. Oh, yeah. Lee saying it. Facebook Live. Lee, Lee confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, that, well, listen. We can get Lee on the uh, line, and we can we can critique his. Uh, it wasn't his, a critique. It was just perhaps the way he talks. Going forward. I'm sure you have a lot of cold the sacks that you work with. So. Cold the sack. It's you know what it is. It's the best place to live when you're on a cold de sac. It's fantastic. It's it's like no traffic, no through traffic. So if you got uh, you know worried about somebody running out into the road and car coming, you don't have to worry about that when you're on a cold de sac. Okay. <laughs> All right, we've got a caller here on the line. Chris, go ahead, put the caller through. Name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Danielle, and I'm calling from Salem. Hey, Danielle. Nice to talk to you. Are you enjoying Hi. yourself today? I am. It's warming up nicely. It nice is. blue sky. Yep, we finally got, got rid of that gray from the last week, it felt like. Danielle, what is your guess? Have you been to Oleos first off? I have not, which is Ooh. half of the reason why I called in. All right. Well, we'd love to send you there. Uh, 4,900 was a record pending sales single family in July of 2020. We've basically set records the last five months from June to October. Uh, anything over 4,000 pending sales for single family homes in Connecticut is absolutely bonkers. When you look at the data, you can look at that data here on our Facebook page. We've got that up and shared on the screen. Where, in increments of 100, Danielle, where did October 2020 come in? It's between 4,000 and 4,900. Your guess, if you guess right, you're going to Oleos. I'm going to say 45. I said we were rounding up. What do you guys think here? How f- are, we, are we rounding up to 46? I can round up to 46. Did, were you on the Facebook, Danielle? Did you go on the Facebook? I looked, but I have the worst eyesight ever. <laughs> I can zoom in. Let me zoom in here for you. All right, so you're going to go with 46? Sure. All right, you got it. It's 4,572 pending sales in the month of October. We're still a hot market, folks. Single-family homes, over 4,500, almost 4,600 single-family homes for the entire MLS here in Connecticut. It's only happened... We've only crossed the 4,500 mark because we didn't even do it in June 2020, even though we crossed 4,000. We've only done it four months ever, and it was the last four months. This market's ridiculous. Danielle, you're going to Oleo, courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's only happened four times, PK, and it's the last four months. We just, we just make dreams come true here. We got a first-timer at Oleo. We're setting records in real estate markets. Just crazy. Crazy. First-timer at Oleo. Maybe she'll bump into uh, myself and Martin over there. I got to get in there before maybe I can't anymore. All right, guys. Stay with us. We got one more segment. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk. We're coming right back.
I don't even know who you're talking about. Who's Petey Pablo? Pablo the, I don't know who Petey Pablo is. Pablo the Peter? I have no idea who you're talking about. And yes, I'm saying, I always say idea. I know it's idea. Idea. But it's, no, you know, didn't you say, you corrected me on that one time. That I did. Because I've been corrected on it in my life so many times. Pat, uh, who the heck is Peter the Pablo? <laughs> I know for an absolute fact that not a lot of things crossed their way up 395 from Norwich into Griswold and Jude City, but I know for a fact Petey Pablo had to have made it there. Yeah, yeah. There is yeah. no way that you have not heard Petey Pablo's raise up. Jill, the anthem I, of summer of 2002. Can you confirm I don't that song? Can you confirm that you know? Who, I don't think anybody listening knows who Peter the Pablo is. Peter. killing me. Chris, do you know Peter the Pablo? Chris has no idea. Chris is 11 years old. I'm not expecting Chris to know it. <laughs> He's got no clue what you guys are talking Chris is about. A, Chris is a young gun and doesn't know who the young guns are. It's a whole different thing, but that's hmm. all right. So what, ha- what happened? To, the whole thing is the whole. Let's wrap that one up. What, well, hap- I, I what happened? To to Pablo, like I want, I was just a little bit you know, on, the, on the outro there. I'm thinking go back to like you know summer of '02, get a little Petey Pablo. So I had to look him up, and it turns out he's in federal prison. Yeah, thirty-five months. Just a uh, fall from grace. All right. So fall the song grace. that I know of his is not "Raise Up," but it's gonna hate saying you know, this. Freak a leak, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Of course, you know Freak a Leak. <laughs> oh, Jill. All right, so we we spent most of the show talking about these pending home sale records uh, going back then. This market's not going to last, folks. It's just not. June, July, August, September, and October, we set records every single month for monthly pending sales in a in a particular month. What's that done to our median price points? Well, in September 2020, for the first time since. 2007, we got all of our value back when we hit that peak. Single-family homes, 335000 And one month later, single-family homes, median price points are already down to 330000 If you're looking at the Facebook, you can see that every season, come the winter, these median price points in Connecticut for single-family homes drop down. That's because of a number of reasons. There are far less people willing to sell their home this year more than ever there's going to be far less people willing to sell their home in this particular winter so inventory is going to be really scarce there's fewer transactions uh, but but it is surprising pat when you look at it how far it drops let's go to the let's go back to 4 years june 2016 was the peak for median sale prices that was 270,000 and then the drop from there was February 2017 all the way down to 225,000. June 2017 was the peak 275,000 for median price points and then the next bottoming out was February 2018 at 240. So 275 median sale prices single family homes down to 240 only, you know, 7 8 months later. June 2018, we peaked out at 287500 for median price points. And then we bottomed out February. See a trend here, Pat? June, the peak. February, the bottom, 230000 June 2019, we peaked at 290000 for median sale prices. And then February 2020, $250,000. Uh, we've had our peak. Our peak was later, obviously, because our spring market moved back into the summer. September 2020, we got all our value back at 335000 
and now October we're down to 3.30, and this is going to go down, folks. I've got 20 years of history that I'm staring at. The median sale prices, when you look at it from a monthly standpoint, because that's what I'm looking at right now. So if you sell in November, December, January, it will be lower than the September number of 335000 I'd bet my bank account on it because I got 20 years of data that says the same thing. And then it's going to accelerate again in the spring of 2021. Is it going to come all the way back to this peak that we have right now that's happening? I don't know because we haven't had this peak since 2007. The prices people are getting right now, median home prices, sale prices for single family homes, we haven't had this since 2007. So I can't tell you it's going to happen again. I know Ivy Zellman and Zillow and National Association of Realtors are predicting that our home values are going to be really good in 2021. But in Connecticut, they're talking nationally, right? In Connecticut, we haven't seen it in 13 years. So I can't guarantee you, but I can tell you what's happening right now. It's a special moment in time for your, uh, for your single-family home values here in Connecticut. Well, I think one of the things that you've told us, you've certainly told me, whether it's on the show or in, in just different conversations, the Connecticut market is so different. I think markets in general probably are, but, but you have talked about that before, how specifically how Connecticut is very unique in the sense versus like watching national trends coming from east to west. Not that we're behind, but it's just that we're in a different part of, of that wave more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Connecticut is real estate's a local, uh, you know, local game folks. And so when, when you were hearing big real estate numbers, you know, five years ago, 2014 and 15 and 16, Connecticut missed the boat. We didn't experience what Florida did in those, in those three particular years or Texas or other places of the country. We're having like a weird moment here with the pandemic where we're getting a lot of New Yorkers coming and driving prices up won't last. It's here for a specific period of time. So be armed with that information as a homeowner, especially if you're thinking about selling, especially if you've got your house on the market and you've got an offer on the table and you're getting greedy and you're thinking you can get more. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go and waiting too, too long right? Because it took 13 years to get back to this point. And when we hit that point 13 years ago, do you remember what happened? It dropped real quick. Pretty sure. Pat, I've got on on Facebook right here, though, the rolling 12 months and the rolling 12 months is pretty good. It just keeps going up for us here. So, so if you look at things for, you know, an entire year, we've continued to climb up since those dates that I talked about, like 2015, we've been on a steady, steady increase. You know, December 2015, the rolling 12 was 245. And then today, the rolling 12 is at 299,000 here, here in October for the rolling 12 months. So that's not monthly. That's different from uh, that monthly number we gave you here previously. It's incredible. What was the peak back in... Uh, seven and eight right before everything went. Yes. Yeah, so we're, we're right there again. The rolling 12 months in like 2008 was 310,000. We're right back to basically where, where we were at there for the rolling 12. You know, we've got a little bit of room to grow. We'll pop a little bit more because remember rolling 12, if we go from June to June and next year, it's probably going to cross, you know, 300,000, but that's looking 
Rolling 12 is looking back in history. And so 2008, when the world was falling apart, yeah, your values on a Rolling 12 were 310000 but we know that's not what you were able to get in March of 2008, even though the Rolling 12 says 310000 It's not what you were getting in that particular month. Let's look at what that monthly number was. What was that? March 2008, the Rolling 12 value was 310000 but if we look at March, just that one particular month, it was really 285000 Because what's happening this month, right, is, is probably a lot different than what happened 12 months ago. That's why I like to look at those monthly, well, monthly numbers. Well, I think, too, with the rolling, obviously, right, because you're going to have this last five months just pulling up that whole 12-month block together. You're going to get that number back. I, I, I'd be surprised if we didn't hit that that high from 08 again in this coming couple months here. Yeah. And we will. You're right. Yeah. We will. But that's looking back in history. This moment of time that you're, you're seeing right now is, is something to take advantage of. If you're thinking about selling, if you have a need to sell, if you don't have a need to sell, you should be thinking about refining, refinancing your mortgage. If you have a four on your mortgage or higher, and I heard a stat, 60% of homeowners have 4% or higher. If you're like, hey, Byron, I love your show, but I'm not moving. I'm not selling. Well, if you got a 4% interest rate, you should be refining. Save yourself some cash. All right, PK, enjoy yourself, brother. And uh, if you need a little bit of finance talk, guys, go over to BarnumPlans.com. Hook up with PK this week. He'll help you out. Have a conversation there. If you got any real estate needs, oneandcompany.com. You can email me, Byron, at oneandcompany.com. Chris, great show, albeit this was the wrong song, you know, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, Chris. I think it's time to switch it. There it is. <laughs> Little, there you go, Chris. Have a great weekend, folks. Yes, yeah, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you next week. Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk.